0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we are off to the second half of the season, folks. It's not exactly cut in half. We all know that the first half, meaning part of the season before the All-Star break, is is a little bit more than halfway, but, you know, whatever. That's, that's how we'll do it. Not mathematically half. We might have a little less than 50%, but it is what it is. Yankees-Red Sox was supposed to be tonight, but it got postponed due to a COVID-19 outbreak on the Yankees. Squad, that's a bummer. Um, yeah, that, that's a bummer. I mean, most of that team is already vaccinated, uh, so I i figure that the cases are, are mild, if anything. But the reason the game is postponed is not because people are testing positive, it's because they need to do contact tracing and, and find out, you know, who the close contacts were. It takes time to do that, it takes time to do that. So, you know, out of abundance of caution, you Postpone the game until you can contact trace everyone and find out, make sure that, you know, you have enough players to play a game before it leads to something bigger. So with that being said, you know, there is no game tonight, but there is news. There is a lot of news. Uh, So a lot of teams are gearing up for the stretch run. A lot of Red Sox news today, actually. So three big pieces of Red Sox news. So number one is that they're calling up their number three prospect, Jaron Duran. They're calling him up. And he's gonna make his major league debut. He's an outfielder, and he had a lot of buzz in spring training, and he's been good in Triple A, and now he's getting the call to join the Red Sox for their four game series in New York. That's huge for them. I mean, this is a speedy left handed hitter. The bat is there, you know. the The offensive profile is there for him. He's he's still developing defensively though, but hopefully, you know, with with some seasoning that that comes, but. Yeah, Jaron Duran, you know, right now he's he's putting up good numbers at triple A. You know, he has 15 homers at triple A and 15 stolen bases. You know, 15-15 so far. You know, halfway through the season, that's obviously good stuff. And, you know, what does that mean for for playing time with the Red Sox? I mean, he's a left-handed hitter, so they might platoon him a little bit. I and mean, he's a center fielder. So you could see a situation where they put Kike Hernandez back in center field when Jaron Duran is playing uh, Sorry, Kike Hernandez back in at second base when Jaron Duran is playing center field um, and, and and something like that. I, I don't know. I mean, Christian Arroyo is also in that mix. mix. He could start at second base against left-handed hitters where Jaron Duran might be on the bench against left-handed hitters with with Kike in center field. So something like that. But, you know, the Red Sox are pretty playing good baseball and they want to reinforce their roster so they've done that and then the next player they're calling up is Tanner Houck we've seen him before so he's you know their right-handed pitching prospect he's been up in the major leagues already he was up last year and he was really good in the few starts he made last year he was up at the very beginning of this season for two starts he went 0-2 with a 4-3-5 ERA but you know just the beginning of the season he was uh filling in for Eduardo Rodriguez who was on the injured list but I like a lot of what I see from Tanner Houck, he's like a right-handed. I mean, mechanics-wise, if you look at him, his delivery—he's a right-handed Chris Sale. It's—it's it's actually pretty crazy. Like the, their leg kick, their stride, you know, their release, everything—it it looks the same. There's mirror images. So yeah, Tanner Houck is is being recalled to the big leagues, and um, they're they're seeing that you know because the Red Sox have games. I believe they have 18 consecutive days with a game coming out of this All Star break so they're probably going to know go the six-man rotation so that they can make it through that um you know whether it because they have no off days for almost three weeks so calling up tanner how can make for a six-man rotation right there and then the third piece of red sox news is that chris sale made a rehab start today he started his rehab assignment at you know, the Florida Coast League level, I think. It's his first game since August 13, 2019. You know, because shortly after that, he was shut down with elbow inflammation, and then he got Tommy John last year, blah, blah, blah. This year, he threw three innings. He was actually scheduled for two, but he went for three. Three singles and three shutout innings. His fastball sat 94 to 95, touching 97. And that's great news for the Red Sox. They're expecting him back in August. So the Red Sox continue to play well, you know, having Chris Sale back—that's like making a, a trade right there at the deadline without having to make a trade. You're you bringing back, hopefully, a healthy Chris Sale because last time we saw him, he was not healthy. He wasn't pitching to the level we know he can. So that you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of optimism in Boston right now. A lot of optimism. Moving to the other coast, though, the Mariners are calling up Jared Kelnick now, and he's going to open the second half of the season with the big league club you know they sent him down there to work on some things because you know when he first came up yeah he was overwhelmed he struggled he struggled in his first 23 games he hit 0.96 with the weighted runs created plus of 11. so that's alarmingly bad I mean negative 0.7 wins above replacement you just forget that happened because it's only 83 at bats right at the end of the day when he when he when he gets going and hits a stride in a few years it's just going to be a blip on the radar 83 at bats is nothing but he had to figure some things out and and, and he's he's up. So I mean against triple A pitching since he got sent down, he's hit 306 with a way to runs created plus of 135. And I mean his strikeout rate has gone down. At the big league level, he was striking out 28.3% of the time. And then when he went down to AAA, only 14.3% of the time, he cut it in half. So if he can carry that, obviously it's not gonna be the same, but he can carry some some semblance of that kind of offensive production to the big league level, it's going to be a huge help to the Mariners because they actually find themselves in playoff contention. They're yes. they're seven, seven games behind the AL West, you know, behind the Astros AL West, but they're only three and a half behind Oakland for that second wild card. They have a 48 and 43 record. They have a winning record despite a run differential of minus 50. And that's because they only score 4.08 runs per game, which is twenty-sixth out of all 30 major league clubs. So, you know, with Mitch Haniger and Jake Fraley playing well, Kelnick could possibly take some of bats away from Shedlong Jr., who hasn't really been hitting that much. He only has a WRC plus of 73. But if Kelnick can hit enough to stay in the mix, you could be seeing a log jam in the future. When I say future, I mean past this year, because obviously Kyle Lewis is going to be in the picture when he heals from his meniscus tear. And then Julio Rodriguez, he just got recently promoted to Double Um, Haniger's only cost control through t- 2022 next year, and a lot of people talk about him being a trade chip, but I don't think they're gonna trade him now because they are in contention at this moment. So that's where we stand with that. So those are those are the bits and pieces. I mean, there's a lot. Oh, actually, one more thing. The Angels have signed Adam Eaton. So we talked about the White Sox releasing him the other day. The Angels went ahead and signed him to get some outfield depth. And yeah, I mean, they needed they really need a corner outfielder because Justin Upton's been out for almost a month with a lower back strain and my Trout's been out for two months with the right calf strain. I mean, both those guys are expected to start a rehab start soon, but they've been low on outfield depth for, depth for the past few weeks. So with a 10-year veteran like Eaton, although he hasn't really done much in the past couple years, but with him on the market, they're saying, why not? We need some depth. We need some depth. So they got him. So that's going to be it. That's going to be how we start our second half. Unfortunately, no game tonight, but... Hey, we got some news and we will have plenty of games coming right up tomorrow. It's going to be a full slate. So that's going to do it, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.